listening to your community spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. As we know it. Yes. That's right. We are going to other worlds because we are changing the world as we know it. Yes, we're going to a new world. An <laughs> ecological world, we hope. An ecotopia? ecotopia. Not quite. Not quite. No. Not yet. No. Um, Tree Song's going to be very excited because in the news they're talking about Tesla. But <laughs> yes. first, let's get to the happenings. Yes, okay, so the happenings. Uh, should we start with the holidays? Might as well. <laughs> if you missed that yesterday was Vegetarian Day, does that mean you eat a vegetarian? <laughs> yes, you get World Vegetarian Day. You, you can have celebrate to find by someone from the world yeah. who's a vegetarian. Who's vegetarian. How hard could that be? <laughs> That shouldn't be too hard. Not too hard. Hey, World Vegetarian Day. That was yesterday. Yeah. And uh, today is uh, Guardian Angels Day, so uh, you can say thanks to your guardian angel. <laughs> it's also National Diversity Day. We uh, just need one day, I guess. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, World Farm Animals Day, so think about the conditions of all the farm animals out there. It's also World Smile Day, so smile. <laughs> well, not about the farm animals. Yeah. But smile about the diversity. Yes, the diversity. Keep smiling. Keep smiling. <laughs> and today is the birthday of a great spiritual leader, Mohandas Gandhi. Uh, but also the birthday of Groucho Marx. Yeah, I thought you were go to, going to go for the comedic. <laughs> a great spiritual leader, Groucho Marx. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Mohandas Gandhi also. There you go. Uh, kindred spirits born on the same day. Well, <laughs> the same day of the year. I don't believe it was the same year. All right. So, we want to go for the weekend, too? Mention one or two? Go for it. Uh, let's see. Uh, World Card Making Day uh, coming up tomorrow. So, you can make a card for someone you love or your arch nemesis who you want to send a message to. I got to make a world ca uh, card yesterday for um, somebody's birthday, born on October Fool's Day. So, ah. <laughs> got that one out of the way. Happy birthday, Dad. He's in another country, so I tried to call him. <laughs> yes, he's out there somewhere. And Sunday is the anniversary of Sputnik, a uh, satellite sent up by uh, the Russians. So, really? Uh, yeah. I didn't know there was anybody but us in the race. <laughs> <laughs> um, today happens to be October, and October is Energy Awareness Month. Ah. Okay, a whole month, not just a day, but a whole month. To make you aware about your energy. And they picked the longest month of the year, one of the longest months of the year. So. There you go, because it <laughs> takes a lot of to learn. Energy is your number one, um, well, the number one economy in the world. I mean, not economy, industry. There you go. So, and that, here's a community announcement. A kilowatt meter is available for checkout at the library. <laughs> a kilowatt hour meter is you plug it in the wall, then you plug your something into it. You do have a something, right? <laughs> you plug that in, and it will tell you how much energy it's using at that moment. You'll be surprised how many things use energy even when it's off. And then if you leave it plugged in, for example, a refrigerator, you would want to leave plugged in for a few days. It would tell you, you know, what your average energy usage is. Yeah. Um, this is something you would want to do at least once a year. Go through your house and determine all the things in your house that use energy. Do, you know, essentially a rough energy audit. Make a list of everything that uses energy 
and then try to determine which things that you need to replace or, well, maybe just unplug. Yes, you can hunt on the energy vampires. All right, we have a lot of happenings, so we better start popping through it. Start rolling. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for sending in their happenings. Today, Friday, October 2nd, International Coffee Hour from 3 to 5 in the Northwest Annex Building B, mix with students from all over the world, sponsored by the International Friends Club. <clears throat> yes, and we also have today uh, big issues on the big screen at the Big Money IMC. Uh, 7 p.m. at 214 North Washington. Uh, they're having a film showing, and it's uh, Stop Bullying Children. They really? Were... Why? <laughs> it's so much fun, though. Really? <laughs> to bully the little kids. No. <laughs> I want to see you bully a kid. <laughs> I, used to be... I bet they'd beat you right back up. <laughs> they, I, I've, had, uh, I've had a fourth grader yell at me, say, hippie. <laughs> really? Yeah. Did, did you? Was it because you were bullying them? Oh, uh, no. I was just walking by. Oh, okay. But uh, I've, I've, uh, I've been bullied as a child, so... Uh, this is an interesting topic to me. Stop bullying children. We will view Trevor by Peggy Rajski and Rats and Bullies by Roberta McMillan and Ray Buff, uh, Buffer. Uh, so, films about, like, the first is a film about a 13-year-old boy who was driven to attempt suicide after being ostracized at school for admitting to a crush on another boy. Uh, Rats and Bullies tells the true story of Dawn Marie Wesley, who at the age of 14 hung herself after being systematically bullied and threatened by three girls at her high school. So both of these explore the seriousness of bullying. Because, you know, a lot of people take the attitude, oh, you know, kids will just be kids. You know, let them bully each other. But serious issue. And there's going to be a discussion read by, led by a former high school principal. Oh, yes. Former high school principal will be leading that a discussion on the issue. Yeah, because they can, they can talk about, you know, the stuff they saw and... It yeah. should be pretty intense. Today, Friday's Rice and Spice International Slow Food Dinner features Mediterranean Sun Goodness for the Heartland Solar Tour Networking Dinner this evening. Think of sun foods to bring or make like, well, sun tea. And if people come early, I'm going to have the sun oven set up. So we can... I haven't decided. What should I make in the sun oven? <laughs> Food. Food. Pizza. <laughs> That is today, Friday, October 2nd, from 6 to 9 p.m. at the Gaia House Interface Center. <laughs> All right, and uh, coming up on Saturday, that's tomorrow, they have Habitat for Humanity. They how'd, you, how'd you figure out Saturday was tomorrow? <laughs> yes, I woke up early enough that I know what day it is. All right. <laughs> We're ahead of the game. Yes. So Habitat for Humanity coming up tomorrow. Um, they will be working at 2217 Rob Lee Street in Murfreesboro. And tomorrow is the farmer's market. It is every Saturday from 8 until noon, well, through November. And Now, does that mean it ends November 1st or November? The end of November. End of November, okay. The, people get confused <laughs> by that one. I think it should say through December. <laughs> um, and also, a once-a-year happenings. Yes. The Heartland Solar Tour. This is actually part of the nationwide solar tour. Um, put on by the American Solar Energy Society. Locally, homeowners are going to open their homes for an open house solar tour. This is Saturday, October 3rd, from 10 till 3 p.m. The Heartland Solar Tour open offers open house tours to show how you can use solar energy and energy efficiency to reduce monthly utility bills and help tackle climate change. Tackle it, I say. <laughs> 
Contact 1-800-229-0453 or best to go online to dub3.heartlandsolartour.org for the complete home listings and directions. You can decide which homes you want to go to and which ones you don't. And if you want to, you can go to all of them. Um, two years, the last two years, a couple came down from St. Louis and spent the whole weekend going to the wine tour, going on a wine and solar tour. <laughs> that's pretty exciting. Yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> couple. And then they yes. they stayed at um, you know a bed and breakfast, and they they got to see the best of Southern Illinois <laughs> all in one shot. Yeah, good way to celebrate solar and Southern Illinois. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> solar in Southern. Solar in sunny southern Illinois. <laughs> yes. So also coming up on Saturday, uh, which is tomorrow, Vigil for Peace from noon to 1 p.m. at the corner of Maine and Illinois in Carbondale. That's at the Town Square Pavilion. Uh, yes, we can bring the peace economy and hey, the war. pause for a second there, Tree Song. <laughs> it was like you were questioning. <laughs> well, it's because it's got the exclamation. Exclamation point. Oh. Yes, I wasn't putting the emphasis in a Yes, we can bring begin the peace economy. <laughs> you can't even, it's hard to say. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can also end the wars and put people to work, not war. And that's sponsored by the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois. We're excited. There's a naked yard sale. <laughs> Yay. Wait I, a second. It just means they have no clothes. Yeah. I heard about that. But that is naked. <clears throat> Yeah, they, they're not selling any clothes. <laughs> well, it doesn't say that. It just says no clothes. <laughs> no clothes. <laughs> so it's a naked yard sale. If it were that kind of yard sale, it would say clothing optional. <laughs> okay, well, we can add the word optional in there, but it's at the Church of the Good Shepherd, so I wouldn't completely recommend it. Yes. <laughs> that is this Saturday, tomorrow, from 7 a.m. Get there early if you want the good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff because... I was going to say it's clothing optional. <laughs> you, you know somebody's going to, just like with the farmer's market, uh, you know somebody's going to be there at 6.59 a.m. Uh, for the naked yard sale trying to get all the good stuff. Yeah, it's from 7 till 2 at Church of the Good Shepherd, which is Orchard Drive and West Schwartz Street, the corner of. So, Yes, and also coming up this weekend, uh, an exciting weekend for the community and for uh, the Church of the Good Shepherd, because uh, this Sunday is the GLBT Community Pride Picnic. Coming up on Sunday from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Church of the Good Shepherd, 515 Orchard Drive. There will be food, games, performers, live music, information, HIV testing. Everyone is welcome to attend this event. They were doing good until they got to the HIV testing. <laughs> but apparently, did you know that HIV test, it just takes a swab. They just swab it around your mouth, wait 20 minutes. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, I mean, it still is pretty expensive. So, you you know, a lot of the people in, a, you know, other countries don't get a chance to get actually tested. Yeah. But it's a very quick, easy test. Yeah. It's like a pregnancy test for your blood. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier. That, you know, people think it's going to take I'm the needles. I'm going to sell that you know. slogan, a pregnancy <laughs> test for your blood. <laughs> I don't know how that'll go over. <laughs> HIV test, a pregnant. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> We'll do so, marketing research. Um, now, a competing thing to the GLBT Community Pride Picnic is the Sierra Club's annual beach party and picnic, which also starts at 2 p.m. You can go to both because, you know, you are a, potty, a party hopper, especially <laughs> on Sundays. Sierra Club annual beach party and picnic 
Sunday, October 4th at 2 p.m. It's the Spring Arbor Lake Beach Boating, Swimming, Pilot around 5 p.m. Um, you can call Barb for more information at 529-4824. Yes, and we also have the Ralph Anderson Interfaith Dialogue coming up. This one is on torture and accountability. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we've done the torture. Now yeah. where do we go? Now we go to the accountability. <laughs> so that's coming up on this coming Monday, October 5th at 7.30 p.m. It will be at the View Baptist Church, which is at 1201 South Giant City Road. Uh, Richard Whitney, civil rights attorney, will make the initial presentation. Then there will be interfaith panelists responding. Uh, they are Sam Foskey, Abdul Haq, and Steve Lowe. Everyone is welcome, and attendance is free. That's uh, pretty exciting stuff. I was actually talking about this with my uh, with my family. You know, if, if torture has gone on in your country, it's very important to have accountability for that and do something about it. Well, if you want any, I don't know, little bit of respect in the world community yeah if you want respect of the world community and if you want to ensure that it doesn't happen again gotta have accountability all right this one is next thursday we miss a lot of the thursday happenings because people don't send them in a you know a week in advance yeah but um the shining group sierra club did a good job of sending in this notice bob gill an award-winning photographer presents improving your nature photography on Thursday, October 8th, at 7.30 p.m. at the Carbondale Township Meeting Room, which is at 217 East Main Street, for the Shawnee Group Sierra Club meeting. Free and open to the public. Um, this presentation is, again, right before the Shawnee Group Sierra Club meeting. Next Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Yes. We'll be right back with the climate news. Yes, there's a climate Yes, there's news. Yes, there's a bill. Are we ready for the end of the world? I hope so. Because <laughs> it's coming. You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Orda Energy Mon. And this is Tree Song. And we have a Senate climate bill. Yay. You may not like CEJAPA, the Clean Energy Jobs in America Power Act, as an acronym as much as you like ACES, the American Climate Energy and Security Act, but at least there's a Senate version of the climate bill working its way through the committee markup process. And it has more good news than bad so far. A higher short-term target for carbon reductions, 20% by 2020, instead of the 17% in the House bill. Of course, it also sounds good, 20% by 2020. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it pres- preserves regulatory authority for the EPA instead of preempting it for a period of time. Did you know that they were planning to do that? Make it so the EPA couldn't regulate pollution? Well, they were pretty sneaky that yeah, way. Yeah, it was like, um, by, the so- by the time the sausage is made, that's the bill, 
it will have, have bad news too, and we're sure. And we'll try to stay up on things so that you can stay informed also. The thing is to remember, it seems to us, is that it caps carbon. For the United States to head to Copenhagen at the end of the year in any kind of position to either lead or ask China to lead, we've got to put a cap on ourselves. <laughs> it's time to cap yourself. Yes. <laughs> Perfect doesn't happen out of our legislation. We're even surprised that the boxer carry version in the Senate is stronger in some regards than the ACES bill in the House. So call your senators... I will say the number, and I'll say it again later, 202-224-3121, Durbin and Burris, and make sure that they know you actively support the Boxer Carry CJAP Act. Hmm. Is that CJAP? <laughs> For Clean Energy Jobs and American Power Act. Yes, not a great acronym, but sounds like some interesting things going on. <laughs> So s some of the explanations, analysis, and outright crankery about the big Kerry Boxer climate bill, which was introduced in the Senate on Wednesday. <laughs> this is late-breaking news. Yes, late-breaking news. We harvested it. <laughs> here is a few different... That's a few different points. Uh, like the, Here's an editorial from the New York Times, or well, a little snippet from it. One way or another, moderate Democrats from industrial states who can normally be... Who can normally be counted on? Uh, wait, that sentence is a little bit oddly structured. <laughs> moderate, de moderate Democrats from industrial states who can normally be counted on fear uh, that they fear that the bill would raise energy costs to local businesses to unacceptable levels. Though these fears are greatly exaggerated, some horse trading will be necessary. What cannot be traded away are the mandatory limits on emissions that are at the core of the bill. That's right. Put a cap on it. <laughs> yes. We could start handing out, like, carbon caps, you know, like yeah. uh, baseball caps that say carbon on them, and you're, you're capping your carbon. Yeah, that'd <laughs> be a good one. I mean, that was the old um, sex thing they used to do, put a cap on it for sex. <laughs> so now we're putting a cap on it for pollution. Yeah. So you have to watch your personal acts. Voices of Power from the Wall Street Journal, Senator John Kerry. From the Washington Post, there is no silver bullet, no single step is going to ch deal with climate change. We have to have a broad-based approach that includes wind, solar, but also natural gas, nuclear. If there is a possibility of clean coal technology, we want to explore it as robustly as possible. We really have to look at all the possibilities, and we have to move at a robust or rapid pace because others in the world are already there. And this will determine a great deal of America's future economically. And that's the truth. Hmm. They, we want to explore everything, but we don't really have time to explore everything. We've already really explored it all. We hmm. need to step forward and be a leader. Yeah. And that is not... Oh, it might be happening. We'll see. <laughs> it might but be it happening. only yeah. happens if we push our... What is it? The people we elected, what are they called? Uh, our lackeys. Yes, our lackeys. <laughs> Supposedly our representatives. There you go. <laughs> so I think I should talk about the fat thing, and you should talk about the electric car. <laughs> All right. That? Yeah, we can. It's kind of our personal preferences. I am fat, <laughs> and I will talk about being fat. And I'm an electric car. <laughs> <laughs> Cars make Americans 15% more obese. Stop driving, stay thin. 
Why cars are part of the American obesity epidemic? Okay, I know. There are a lot of things that can actually make you fat. Fat food can make you fat. I said fat food. (laughs) (laughs) Fast food can make you fat. Lack of exercise can make you fat. According to PETA, not being vegetarian can make you fat. But there's one thing that makes you fat you might not even consider as often, your car. That's right. There's a direct correlation between the obesity rate in a nation and the amount of driving as a primary means of transportation. The more driving, the higher, the you guessed it, the more walking and biking a nation does, the lower its obesity rate. The more driving, the higher. Which is why Americans are on average more 15% more obese than residents of European countries. Only 5% of Americans actually bike or walk as a form of transit, while over 50% in European countries do. I'll bet a lot of people, they actually drive their car to the gym. <laughs> I've heard about this. Yeah. Um, and not all of this is actually purely from the exercise you get from walking or biking, neither. You might not have thought of this, but... When driving isn't an option, you don't bring home a massive bounty up from the grocery store. You buy what you can carry home instead. <laughs> this makes you consider your food choices more, too. Not to mention that in urban areas where more walking and biking as a means of transportation are feasible, there are more and better choices for healthy eating. So if you're feeling a bit overweight, hey, wait a second. I'm talking to myself here. Forget giving up the sweets. Try giving up. My car? My car? Give up my car! (laughs) Yeah, the University of Illinois about five years ago did a study that says our cars are getting so many more miles per gallon, but because we're fatter, we're still using the same gas (laughs) per capita per mile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully as as we make the jump to electric vehicles, it won't still continue with that trend, because that means people are getting very big. (laughs) So there is news about uh, Tesla. Really? Uh, yes. The Tesla Model S to have kids. Electric minivan. Wait a second. A car? <laughs> yes, right, cars having kids. Car. <laughs> Wait, they did say you were a Tesla, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's get this straight. <laughs> I mean, it's I'm having kids. <laughs> Not yet. Kittens. So uh, Tesla Model S to have kids. Electric minivan, crossover SUV, and utility van. So, Tesla Motors uh, plans to recycle its platform. Uh, In a blog uh, post, Tesla Motors revealed that the platform of its upcoming Model S electric sedan will be used to create other vehicles, other electric vehicles. An electric minivan, electric crossover, and an electric utility van for fleets. Uh, They've got something for everyone, it seems. We'll probably have to wait until the Model S is out in showrooms before getting more details on all of the other electric vehicles based on it. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, I've been excited to hear more about this uh, Model S because it is the first uh, uh, electric sedan that they're going to be coming out with. They're famous for their sports car, which, you know, is very fast and very powerful and very expensive. (laughs) But the Model S is another step towards being a little bit more uh, purchasable by the average person. I have a question about this. I have never actually heard of this car. It says, lowly German clunker goes electric and sports a solar roof. Ask almost any German what comes to mind when you mention the word Trabant, and they'll probably respond something like East, East German, and clunker. 
But Trabantz, with their smelly two-stroke, that's right, two-stroke engines, squat piggy bodies formed from plastic and cotton waste fiberglass, and teeny gas tanks that required lifting up the hood and mixing gas and oil together at each fill-up. So basically it was a chainsaw, <laughs> lawnmower, car, yeah, <laughs> engine at least. They're going to do, uh, well, 21st century makeover and update it to electric. Yeah. it's. I mean, it looks kind of like, um, what is the European little teeny car? The Mini. The Mini. <laughs> it kind of looks like a Mini. But, I mean, before they had this little two-stroke lawnmower motor in it, but now they're converting it to electric, so. <laughs> yeah. Going electric. <laughs> so. So let's see. We've got... I'll- I was going to save this for... Ne- well, let's read one. <laughs> yeah, we can two. mention the topic and we'll make it to it less next time. It's yeah. 11 ways to stop worrying and love the green life. And we'll, we'll talk <laughs> about that next week. Don't worry. Wait a second. Let's talk a little bit about it. <laughs> you, people are going to worry about what the 11... Yeah. It's like... When your land base is under siege, it's important to maintain activist endurance. That's right. Climate change, species extinction, global warming, GMO, HMO, Guantanamo, swine flu, bird flu, affluenza, loss of civil liberties, Lou Dobbs. The nightmares never seem to end. Oh, no. <laughs> What's a dedicated but overwhelmed activist to do? Every day, people who push against violence and injustice or pull for peace and freedom must face their own fears. Many activists also must struggle with aftershock, the physical and emotional reverberations of frightening, horrifying, and otherwise traumatizing experiences endured in the course of their activism. Why? Because they actually pay attention. Yes, they pay attention, they care, and it can be hired after a while. (laughs) So, uh... Emma Goldman once spoke of not wanting to take part in a revolution that didn't include dancing. That's right. Dance. The Uh, dance revolution. Yes. (laughs) Unfortunately, most dissidents rarely have a chance to stop and take stock and do an impromptu jig. All right. Right now, I say get off your butt. (laughs) Well, can we do it like here in the studio? I'm going to do it in my chair. Chair dance. I I stood up about an inch and did a little (laughs) chair dance. So if you're one of the lucky activists of any stripe and you're able to slow down, regroup, and then jump back into the fray for yourself and others, do it. Rather than allow the state of the planet to deter or even paralyze you, learn some ways to navigate the manage the madness the, and manage to provoke change. Yes, and that's our inspirational message for the day. And next week we'll have 11 uh, more specific steps on how to go about doing that. Well, we could have, like, one every week so people can worry about what's the next step. Yeah. You can start with the dance. (laughs) (laughs) So we will see you again on the radio next week because we're good at seeing you on the radio next week. (laughs) It's what we do. Tomorrow is the solar tour, and it is October Energy Awareness Month, and it is fall. Time to get out and do the dancing jig. <laughs> we'll see you again next week.